drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org. Right now, there are young people across the world facing a tough choice. Continue their dream of education or drop out to help their family put food on the table. You can help change their future in a single moment. See how far your support can go at unbound.org. Is this the tackle? This is the KBLA Sports Minute with Ray Richardson. I'm a bad man. The Clippers are back in action tonight. They play Phoenix at Crypto.com, 7.30 tip-off. The Lakers are off today. They're at home Tuesday night against Toronto. Tiger Woods is leaving Nike after a 27-year connection. When Tiger was 21, he signed his first endorsement deal with Nike in 1997, a deal that paid him $20 million a year. He signed a 10-year contract with Nike in 2013, worth $200 million. That deal expired at the end of 2023. Two NFL head coaches were fired Monday morning, Ron Rivera in Washington and Arthur Smith in Atlanta. Another chance for the NFL to improve its diversity issues. Only three of the NFL's 32 teams have a black head coach. By the way, all three have their team in the playoffs right now. Mike Tomlin with Pittsburgh, Todd Bowles of Tampa Bay, and D'Amico Ryan with Houston. No debates, no speculation, just the info you need. That's your KBLA Sports Minute. I'm Ray Richardson on KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580 and the Empowerment Congress. Pursuing justice through participatory democracy. Listen to KBLA Talk 1580, Saturday morning, January 13th, from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. for an exclusive forum featuring the candidates for L.A. County District Attorney. Join KBLA's Tavis Smiley as he helps navigate what promises to be a forum full of fire when the candidates trying to unseat current LADA George Gascon come together on stage on the campus of the Charles R. Drew University of Medicine and Science. Again, it's the L.A. County District Attorney Forum, live, exclusively, on KBLA Talk 1580, Saturday morning, January 13th, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m., helping to raise your civic IQ. We're KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. Welcome forward now. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable. I am your host, Lynn Richardson, here on KBLA Talk 1580. And we are creating millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Uh, I am so excited um, about the Millionaire's Roundtable uh, because uh, this is where we get to get the knowledge that we need, that we don't necessarily know, um, and that nobody is necessarily reporting or telling us that we need to know. Uh, my big brother, Les Brown, says people fail in life because they don't know what they don't know and they think they know. So I want to talk uh, about um, the top mistakes that you make in youth uh, that you regret later in life, the top mistakes that you make in your 20s that you regret in your 40s and 50s. You might not even really understand it in your 30s yet because you spend time trying to fix up uh, what you messed up in your 20s. Uh, the top mistakes that you make in your 20s and possibly even throughout your 30s while you're trying to recover and while you're trying to um, set the record straight financially um, that you regret in your 40s and 50s and 
Don't even get me started on your 50s and 60s and 70s. These are the top mistakes that we make. Um, and it mostly comes from lack of knowledge. And sometimes it also comes from a lack of desire to even understand uh, the knowledge. I saw a post on social media uh, just some time ago, and the young man is basically saying um, he loves living beyond his means. Um, he is doing well-ish. <laughs> I thought, okay, you know, some people are reveling in the whole idea of being financially irresponsible. And I know that that was my situation at one point in my life when I was living check to Monday. Um, I knew things were out of control, but I was having too much fun to stop. Um, I was I was having too much fun or maybe I wasn't having fun, but I was too busy um, trying to be something that I was not. And I was too busy burying my head in the sand in order to uh, actually do something about the problem that I know I knew good and well I had. And the problem that I had was that I never had enough money, no, how, no matter how much money I made. I always found a way to be broke. And it's not like I didn't know I was broke when I was broke. Because let me tell you something. One thing you know for sure is when you don't have any money, you are crystal clear. You may not know if the rain is coming. You may not know what the weather's going to be. You may not know how your boo is going to act. You may not know, uh, you know what's going to happen in your job or your career. But let me tell you something. You know when that bank account is at zero and your reserves and everything is all tapped out and you have limited mobility. So I want to go over these things because I think if we start to understand them, more importantly, share this with someone that you know. If you are listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable, you shouldn't just be listening with your ears. You should be listening with your hands. That means your hands should be writing because thoughts disentangle themselves when they pass through your fingertips. You should be listening uh, with uh, a replay in mind, knowing that you are going to, if you didn't get to hear it all, you're going to hear it all again. So make sure that you tell somebody to go to livemillionaire.com because this is extremely important. The, number one, the, the first thing, and I'm not going to say these in any particular order because they're all important, but one of the things that uh, you, uh, that we fail to handle in our youth that we regret later in life or, or one of the mistakes that we make in our youth financially that we regret that we regret later in life it was the first big mistake that i made and it's not just the mistake that i made it's the mistake that millions of people are making all the time and that is mastering your credit that is the number one mistake that young people make that they regret later in life. And sometimes the regret, you don't even have to wait until late, okay? Because all you have to do is go out there and get a couple of credit cards and make one wrong move, two wrong moves. And guess what? The the next seven years of your life can, can literally be destroyed. And then the next seven years after that can be destroyed because of a ripple effect, because of a domino effect. So you make a couple of late payments and then you have no access to capital. You have no access to lines of credit. You've got great ideas and then you make more mistakes to cover up the last mistake. And the reason I say master credit, the number one mistake that is made in youth is failing to master credit is because when you are young, when you first uh, have access 
uh, to get a credit score at the age of 18, when you are legally able to enter into um, a debt uh, into a contract, basically to pay somebody back when you turn 18 is because that's when you have the most points. That's when you have the greatest opportunity. So one of the things that I did for my kids that was not done for me, and it's not Grandma B's fault because she didn't have any credit. She didn't um, use credit back then. She used cash. She she got paid in cash and whatever cash she didn't get, if she got her social security check, she went to the currency exchange, she cashed it, she paid her bills right there and that was it. Uh, Grandma B had more money making uh, I guess $10,000 a year or $7,000 a year, whatever it was at that time, she had more money making $7,000 a year than I made, than I had making $7,000 a week. Okay. She made $7,000 a year. I made $7,000 or more a week. Sometimes more than that, sometimes $10,000, $20,000 a week. And she had more money than me because she knew how to manage it. But had I been trained on mastering my credit, then things would have panned out for me a little better. So how do you master credit? One, if you are a young person and you uh, have parents who have good credit, then as a young person, you should be an authorized user on at least one credit card, one bank credit card that has a good payment history, that has an excellent payment history. Um, if that credit card is from one of the major banks um, or perhaps American Express and not the charge card, a credit card that has a monthly payment, then that is a great way to establish right out the gate that you have a credit score, but more important, that you have history. Okay, history is really important when establishing a credit score. So you want to be sure that you've got that history. If you have at least two charge cards or two credit cards that could be on your credit report, then that's great too. The harvest is here and the time is now. It's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. More of the Millionaire's Roundtable with Lynn Richardson when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a We've lot, got to, a talk lot about. to talk about. I'm Reverend Gerald, the Life Coach. Is someone you love struggling with addiction and mental illness? Is improving your family's health important? Want to leave a legacy that your family can grow? Are you ready to enhance your perception of life experiences? Then wake up weekends at 7 a.m. with Urban Family Focus and get the wisdom, opportunity, resources, and motivation to live your best life. Join the conversation on Urban Family Focus Saturday and Sunday at 7 a.m. Unapologetically progressive. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got your black. black. Broadcasting live from Lower Park, USA. Welcome back to your home for unapologetically progressive radio. KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward. Now, this is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. So we've been talking about discipline versus control, and I can't think of anybody better uh, to be here with us other than uh, my girl, my business partner, my sister, your icon, our legend, MC Light. MC Light, welcome to the Millionaire's Roundtable. It is a new day. It is a new time. And um, as we start to go out into the world, I'm, I'm feeling this need for us to get it all back in control. So uh, with some discipline, discipline versus control. Uh, so thank you so much, MC Light, for joining us today. 
Absolutely. It is my pleasure to be here. And, you know, always when we get to talking after we finish talking, I'm like sprouting with ideas and feeling great in energy. You know, you know, it's someone that you need to hang around a little more when you feel better after ha- after having hanged. And so, uh, yeah, it's my pleasure. Well, come on now. Come on. So I think, you know, one of the big things that we talked about this um, the very first time we did our official girls trip uh, at the Essence Festival uh, right after the movie came out, we convened with many of our colleagues and business partners, several of whom have, you know, uh, you know, we know that Denise and her husband have several multi-million dollar businesses. We had uh, folks like Kelly Price and you know, we had the mayor of uh, at that time. She was the first fem- black African-American female mayor, uh, Mayor Cantrell of New Orleans. We had several people stop through. And uh, it was at that uh, event that that I, I kind of coached and trained. And it actually took us through the weekend where we were talking about the difference, the differences between discipline and control. And I remember how shocked people were to hear me say that. But what a breakthrough it was. Uh, for most. And, you know, the biggest thing is if you don't have discipline, you will lose control. So when we think about all of the people, not just in entertainment, in the in the public space, but, you know, those people who have privately had some successes, um, I think we can all kind of go back and look at, wow, I had this blessing. Uh, I got it. I was able to control the environment, my activity, partners I had, but because I did not have discipline, I didn't keep it. And so that's my, that's my big thing. You know, if you don't have discipline, you will lose control. What are your thoughts about that? Oh, goodness. Uh, well, first off, it is a very interesting topic because as you were talking about it, I said, well, let me go ahead and look it up. It says discipline is control gained by enforcing obedience or order. Okay, Uh, training expected to produce a specific character or pattern of behavior, especially training that produces moral or mental improvement. And you are absolutely uh, right on the head. You know, control and discipline have their kissing cousins, I would call them. But the one thing is for sure, though, your discipline has to take place you know, behind closed doors, that's getting up, going to the studio, you know, we're talking about when I was younger, it meant waking up at, you know, five or whatever, to get on a flight, to get to the city, to do the radio, to do the walkthrough, to do the radio in the afternoon, to do the, to, to eat the right things, to then go on stage and perform, and then get in the bed at the hotel and go to bed at a decent hour so that I could get up and do it all over again. Now that took a lot of discipline. And that was mostly because I gave up control to the record label, to management, and I moved the way that they planned for me to move. But another thing that came up on my mind, and my life isn't very different right now, I tell you, because I, I got a boss who wakes me up whenever to do whatever, and I got to roll with the punches. Who are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, you know who <laughs> that is too funny. What also comes to mind is 
you know, discipline is what happens behind closed doors, but ultimately it is the result that everyone sees. Yeah. Now, whether or not people who witness and see the glory and the blessings, whether or not they can put together the amount of discipline it took to get to there is on them. You know, it's almost like that black girl magic. The phrase is cool. It sounds cute, but ain't nothing magic about what it is that we do. Come on now. Would you preach? We put hard work. We put, you know, there's dedication, there's commitment, there's discipline that takes place, which is why, you know, you see all of what it is that you see, not just with you, Dr. Lynn Richardson, New Wealth University and everything that you've built, but also with Sunny Girl and what we built together with MC Light as a brand, like all of it involves a certain discipline. If people think that I have not been handed songs that are ratchet and I don't want to get on them, you would be absolutely wrong. It takes discipline not to get on a record and just go ham and act like I'm straight, you know, standing on the concrete streets of Brooklyn, New York. Like, of course, that it that energy pulls me back to want to do that. But I have to have discipline because I'm on a new page. This is the new thing that was put together, you know, 25 years ago. So it's like, you know, I did seven years in the business and then I said, you know what, this this is not all to me. Uh, there's a mission, there's a, a reason for it all. And so you tap back into the reason why you started. But But for me, I just wanted to be clear that trust and believe when you see something that is shining, that that God has saw fit to put on top of the hill as a beacon of light is because some discipline was involved. You you know what I say? I say control is what you see at first is a result of control. Sometimes it's control, manipulation. It, it could be, be a blessing. It could be a miracle. It could have been a shortcut. You could have met somebody. But what you see over time is the result of discipline. So right. just it's, it's like all the people who've had the one hit wonders. I, you, you were just talking about the guy, one of my favorite songs. Um, get out the way, get out the way, get out the way. Yo, I can't say all the words, not the real words. Oh. <laughs> and you said he came and went. You said he came and went. So so there are a lot of one hit wonders in many things in a business uh, deal that goes well in a product that that sells very well in a record that comes out and, you know, a spurt. Uh, there, there are many people who did well during the pandemic. But will you be able to maintain that success the same way you had to pivot? to deal with a quarantine, you now have to pivot to deal with the fact that people are going outside. So what you see at first is a result of control or blessing or a one hit wonder or whatever, but what you see over time is the result of discipline. And do you have it? If you do not have discipline, you will lose control. And guess what? We're gonna keep on talking about it. And uh, Light, I want you to come up with us next. Let's talk about real estate, real estate, real estate. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You've seen me on Good Morning America, The Breakfast Club, and KBLA Talk. I'm so excited about sharing with you the Home Buyers Club. It's time for you to get the home of your dreams. No credit, no problem. Low credit, no problem. No down payment, no problem. I am excited about you getting a piece of the American dream. Join the Home Buyers Club today.
All right now. So, you know, we talked about uh if you if you don't have discipline, you will lose control. Uh the other thing is discipline is the bridge between what you have and what you want. So if all you have is a hundred dollars and you want a million, discipline is the bridge. <laughs> If if all you have is uh, if you uh, you know if you weigh two hundred pounds you want to weigh one fifty discipline is the bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, if your kids are acting a fool and you want them to act like they got some sense, uh, discipline is the bridge. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I feel like I'm at church doing a sermon, everybody needs to say amen. <laughs> if if your relationship is is just tearing you down, you said what? I said discipline is the bridge between your goals and your accomplishments. Accomplishing well, those goals. Oh, like you it's, so it's the discipline between where you are right now and the yeah. goal that you want to accomplish in the end. Mm-hmm. Where you are right now and where you want to be later. Uh, where you are right now versus what you see. Uh, where you are right now versus the vision God gave you. Where you are right now versus whatever it is. Discipline is the bridge between that. Um, You know, one of the things that I say, I've said quite a bit in in my lifetime is when someone tells you you have potential, that is not a compliment. It means you're not doing it right now. (laughs) Lynn, you have the potential to be a great speaker. Lynn, you have the potential. You know, in in our TV shows, the, the show that you just shot, nobody said it has potential. They said it's great. Um, anytime you come out on stage, I, I guess from day one, um, when I debtors court, people don't say you have the potential. They say it, it is. So if you, now there are some things that I am working on that I have not done yet. So I have the potential, um, to make, uh, you know, millions of millionaires haven't done that yet. I uh, haven't done it. it. It's just not there. And discipline is the bridge between right now we've created a few hundred thousand heirs. Come on, get on the team, everybody, and 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 a couple of millionaires. But we have many, many, many more to go. So discipline is the bridge between where you are and where you want to be. How how do we stick to the daily activities? Like you have been doing this for for so long. How do we stick to it? You know, you just keep your you keep your mind and uh, focus on the goal. You know, I remember. There are specific points in everyone's life where you have heard the word and either you heed the word or you escape from the word and act as if it had never been said. And that those types of moments can propel you into your successes or leave you, you know, where you are, like you said, where you where you are. Um, unfortunately for a lot of us, it's not where we want to be, but we're not willing to do the work to get to where we want to be. I mean, every winter when I come out of eating all the cupcakes and sweet potato pies and all of that, I say, Ooh, I'm going to have myself a new body by spring. And you know, you do all of the work, you do it, and, and then if it doesn't come quick enough, it's like, okay, I might fall off. Or if I may get uh, 20% shy of the body that I really want, I'll just go, oh, well, I'm all right. I can have this chip. I can have that. I'll be okay. Because look where I made, I made it this far, but look what I got. You know, so there's always been a way throughout my life that I can shy away. But I know that the real payoff is staying involved 
in what it is that I say I want. Now, when I was younger, there was a moment where, you know, I was talking about the big star that I was going to be. But when I kept being faced with interviews, I'd be like, nah, I'm not going to do that one. No, I'm not going to do that one. And then I got a call from my manager at the time, and he was like, okay, so you say that this is what you want, but I see you taking steps towards something else. And when he said that, it, it was a real eye-opener because in the moment, you cannot feel like doing a lot of things. Well, your feelings ain't got to, nothing to do with what it is that you want at the end of the day. So it's it's all about, like, putting... It's the eye that you got to keep the prize in your eyesight. And if that means you need to have reminders, you know, I know many people that work out and have gotten their bodies in physical shape. They went online and found a body that they wanted to, you know, mock and be like, and they keep that on their phone or they keep, uh, you know, in a gym or where they work out or on their mirror in their bathroom you know, you can keep quotes. You can, it's, people have triggers that can help them to be reminded of what it is they say they want it. You can write your own mantras um, that can help you throughout. But I just know at the end of the day, um, I still feel I'm very grateful for where I am, but I'm nowhere where it is I see myself. And, I, and seeing myself is the vision that God gave me. So I'm just going to keep disciplined until he puts all of what it is that he showed me in front of me. Wow. Yeah. I mean, even to hear you say that, it, it lets us, it reminds us that we all have something um, that we need to, you know, take a look at when it comes to discipline, no matter how good it is. And certainly if things aren't where you want them to be. Um, the third thing I said is if you want a whole blessing, you cannot take shortcuts. If you want a long uh, dream, you cannot take shortcuts. If you got a big vision, you cannot take shortcuts. It cannot be smaller. What you put in can be smaller than what it is you want in the end. And, um, you know, one of the things I've heard Will Smith say, and I, I've, I've heard uh, and witnessed up close and personal and Steve Harvey and, and, and many others, um, the, the grind, the, the give, the, the, what you put in has to be an all out. Uh, I remember even Steve Harvey, you know, he had the sleep sermon that I still need to tell people about on a rep. He said, you cannot become wealthy and sleep at the same time. <laughs> he said, you can sleep after you become wealthy. You can sleep after you put some things in place. But he said, you cannot sleep a third of your life away and expect to achieve the dreams that you want to achieve. You're going to have to you know, go in, you're going to, I mean, you talked about it. Like, I mean, I cannot believe all of the years that we traveled and I don't think people realize every time we travel from California, we got to get on a plane for five hours. You know, it's mm. five hours just to go to Chicago. Mm. And that, that's just a plane ride. That's not getting up, getting dressed, picking you up, getting to the airport, standing in line, waiting at the gate, then getting on the plane, then sitting on the runway, I mean, we've come on now. I haven't even flown yet. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. Hey. 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 
Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time, one day at a time, one dollar at a time and one dime at a time. And that means you. We're talking about discipline versus control. And I'm telling you right now, I need discipline and control to get on the airplane because I got to wake up at 3 a.m. Um, for a flight that's at 6 a.m. I got to get dressed, put all my stuff on, get in the car, get to the airport, pick up all these people. Right. I just told, I just gave you three hours right there, three, four hours right there. We haven't even flown yet. And so, uh, and then we get where we're going and then we land and then the car has to pick us up. Then we have to get to the hotel. Then we have to change real quick. We have to find a, a Caesar salad. Let me tell you, Caesar salad should be the number one commodity on earth. <laughs> it, it should be worth more than gold, silver, Bitcoin, Dogecoin, whatever you got. A, a Caesar salad. Because many times that's all we could get where we were. And then we go to the thing and then we come back. And then we want to try to get home at a, at a decent time to kind of recover. So we're back on a plane at 5 a.m. But we didn't get in until 1 a.m. We got to sleep for an hour. So you, you got to give up a little bit of sleep uh, along the way. Uh, you, so the shortcuts. Did you have any shortcuts at any point? Like? Mm, 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 mm. You know what? If I did, I don't even remember them. Because that's how short-lived a shortcut is. Because... Ooh. You, once you uh, once you realize that it didn't bring you any closer and possibly could have dra- you know dragged you back a few steps, you really want to put the work in because you understand what it's going to manifest into. But a shortcut, mm, mm, mm. I, you know, I I can't even recall one. And I mean, when my show was on every Saturday, I remember there had been about three or four years I had never missed a Saturday show. Not even on Christmas. Uh, Kennedy was, I think, six or, or three, and she wanted some cookies. And we were on air on Christmas Day. And, and many of the listeners today, you know, still remember that. So, you know, a lot of times people kind of get jealous of folks or they say, well, how did they get that? Or they got appointed for this or they didn't they didn't go through the stuff I went through or whatever. But the bottom line at the end of the day, if, if you're going to keep it, um, a shortcut is not going to help you keep anything. And, um, that, that just is what it is. So if you want a whole blessing, you cannot take shortcuts, but you know, we've got to tell the folks some of the things. So I, I said the first thing, once you've gotten a whole discipline thing under control, because at least in your mind, cause I know discipline irritates me. <laughs> I, it, it irritates me. I was having a conversation with one of my sisters the other day, and, and we both. I said, do you remember that time we were in this meeting? And she said the most ignorant, ignorant thing, because we were talking about the rules and this, that, and the other, and how we were going to operate. She said, well, I don't like rules. Girl, we all <laughs> You don't like rules? Come on now. But you don't like, I don't like them either. It's like. In, in, I know you don't. You like, you like making them. Like, that you you just said it. That's control versus discipline. You right. know that's that's ignorant. You want to make rules and don't want to follow any. It's something wrong with you. You are funny. 
So, which is why I always have this back and forth battle with God about what I'm going to do, what I'm not going to do. You know, I said I wasn't going to do radio and here come Melody Caller. Here I am. I said I wasn't going to buy a house. And then guess what? I bought a house. I said I wasn't going to be on TV. And then guess what? I'm on TV. You know, because all of that requires me to follow rules. And I just want to wake up every day and do what I want to do. But. I don't want to live like I'm somebody who's waking up every day doing what they want to do. I want to live like somebody who has put the work in. So ultimately, that's what it becomes. So one of the things that I say that everybody can do, if you want to start to implement discipline, do something for 21 days. Mm-hmm. 21 days to financial freedom if you want to get your money straight. Mm-hmm. What were you going to say, like? I was going to say 21 days to financial freedom. Guess what I'm doing for 21 days? You're not going to believe this. You are not going to have splendor. Oh, no, I'm not giving that up. I'm not giving up splendor yet. No, well, I can do that, but I got something better for you. What? I'm going to meditate. Ha! Yeah, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. We're going to talk about it in the next segment. Okay, just hold that thought for one second. Hi, I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America, The Steve Harvey Show, or Get Up Mornings with Erica Campbell. Guess what? Did you know you can get your money back if you hire your kids? You can get your money back if you go out to eat. You can get your money back if you go on a vacation. Well, guess what? In my book, Get Your Money Back, Tax Deductions You Never Know About, I'm going to teach you how you can get your money back with your home-based business legally, ethically, and all with the permission of the IRS. Just go to askglenn.org. Okay, so yes, do something for 21 days. I might as well meditate. Let me. I, I, I am so, I, you know what? I'm just elated. So what, how did you come to this? Because there's a couple of things. One, whatever you did to get where you are now is not what's going to get you to the next place you're trying to go. Mm. It's not. And, mm. you know, I'm blessed. God is good. I don't have any complaints. And he has brought me all the way here with no meditation. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. With none. I mean, you know, I, I've shared in the past that I, I had a very significant meditation experience. As a matter of fact, the first time I sat and it was actually overwhelming. Mm. It, it was the launch of what I'm, ex- I'm living now. Mm. It was 2011. I'll never forget. And the presence of God was so bright, light, overwhelming. I was like, oh, I got enough for the next 15 years. I'm straight. Oh. <laughs> I'm talking. I away from the power. It was, I, I didn't know what I could do with that with anymore. It, it uh, was, you know, and I've said that and, you know, people have asked me, well, what are you talking about? If you don't, if you've never meditated and if you've never had a revelation or if you've never felt the, uh, 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 the, uh, an anointing, uh, a light of favor and energy. I can't explain it to you. You, you right. just have to. All I'm saying is for those who have had the experience, 
it was that times a thousand. I, I was mm-hmm. like, I can't do this every day. What y'all want me to do? Fly? <laughs> I'll be flying. I'll be outside flapping my wings flying with no airplane. You know what? <laughs> it do have to find a happy because, you know, a great flow of meditation will actually, you know, you'll want to be there all the time because it's so easy and it's so free and it's so connected to God and it's so, you know, those those moments during and I, I can tell you this, I don't experience the same thing every time I meditate, you know, so that is, uh, you know, that is the challenge and the discipline involved is even if you don't hit that point of connectivity that you would like to or that you have experienced before, you know that carrying through with discipline, you'll soon reach that space again. But it's so it's so calming to me as opposed to to what you saw through you. You were like, oh, can't do that. Yeah, it was a lot. I was like, whoa. I'm financial expert Lynn Richardson. You may have seen me on Good Morning America giving financial advice. When you get my freedom package, you get the 21 days to financial freedom and how to start a home based business. See you in class. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. The station you turn to when you had it up to gear with cultural incompetence. KBLA Talk 1580. At KBLA Talk 1580, we do more than just talk. We're unapologetically progressive and we don't black down. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson and we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. Yes, yes, the harvest is here and the time is now. It is your season to win. We are talking about the top financial mistakes made in youth that you regret later in life. And uh, yes, saving for retirement, saving for retirement, saving for retirement. $50 a month, okay? $50 a month, 30 years later, if you start when you're 20, when you're 50, there'll be $174,000 sitting there. Now, you may not think $174,000 is a lot of money, but most people I know, you know, people who are out here in the world, most people don't have $174,000. Most 50-year-olds are still trying to figure out how they're going to start their retirement because our generation did not get the benefit of going to school, getting an education and getting a job and working on that job for 30 or 40 years and then retiring with a pension. That didn't happen for our generation. That the baby boomers, those are the, that's the last group that was able to do that in the masses. Okay. Our generation, honey, we fickle. We work in one job, another job, then the jobs are fickle too. Uh, if a job can replace you with a computer program, it will. Uh, do you remember parking attendance used to be at all of the parking lots all over the world? And now you can't find a human being there at all. All right. So we do not need to sit and watch this happen to us again. Even if you are now what you are, even if you're now considered to be beyond your youth, if you're 45, start now. If your life expectancy is 90, that means you still have another 30 years So that by the time you're 75, you've still got it. So youth is relative. 
So if, if you're listening to this and you're thinking, man, I messed up. It's too late. I'm only 50. Well, you might live to 90. And that means you still got another 40 years to get it right. And if you do it right for 20 years, those last 20 years, you can live with some sense of financial peace um, and overall uh, financial dignity. All right. And not have to worry about that. So the one thing that I wasn't going to talk about that I am going to talk about, one of the mistakes that you make in your youth, uh, financial mistakes that you regret later is dating the wrong person. Dating the wrong person can mess you up for the rest of your life. Dating the wrong person, being in a relationship, getting in a stronghold, a soul tie, being so connected to somebody, a narcissist who is abusive, mentally, emotionally, physically is out of the question. Physically abuse is just simply out of the question. But what I need you all to understand is that emotional abuse and mental abuse is just as bad if not more so than physical abuse. So being in the wrong relationship will stunt your financial growth. Being in the wrong relationship will stunt, yes, your, your, your mental, emotional, and sometimes even, even your physical growth. There are people who die because their hearts are broken in these bad relationships, all right? So who you choose can determine if you lose, all right? And, and who you choose uh, can affect your mental capacity for understanding business. It can affect your mental capacity for understanding how to grow. It can affect your mental capacity for understanding and being able to make the moves that you need to make to pivot. So don't sleep on that. Do not sleep on that. And guess what? Even if you made some mistakes, you can still get to the next level because the harvest is here and the time is now. It's your season to win. KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Lynn Richardson wants to help you build multiple streams of income and create more passive income for yourself. You're listening to the Millionaire's Roundtable Round on KBLA Talk 1580. Welcome forward now. This is the Millionaire's Roundtable here on KBLA Talk 1580. And this is Lynn Richardson. And we are creating millionaires one family at a time. One day at a time, one dollar at a time, and one dime at a time. And that means you. So what is the action of the day and the word of the hour? Let's start with the word of the hour. The word of the hour is train up a child in the way that he or she should go, and they will not depart from it. Now, do we have situations where you tell your children what to do and they do the opposite? Yes. Do you have situations where... You tell your child what to do and they act like they, they're not even speaking the same language. Not only do they do the opposite, they're not even in the whole, they're not even in the universe that you were in. Yes, but that does not absolve you from teaching. That does not absolve you from modeling and that does not absolve you from taking action on what it is that you know when you get the blessing, when you get the opportunity to know it. Let me tell you something. Knowledge is a blessing. When you go from not knowing to knowing, you have been blessed. When you go from being in the dark to coming in the light, you have been blessed. When you go from not understanding to understanding, you have been blessed. So once you have been blessed, bless somebody else. And if you are the child that needs to be trained because Let's just face it. Some of us don't have mentors. Some of us don't have anybody in our lives teaching us and telling us what to do. If There were times in my 30s 
where I had less money in my 30s. As a grown woman with degrees, I had less money in my 30s than I had when I was nine years old. So I was technically an adult, but I felt like a kid. And what I needed to do is I needed to go back to the state of learning. I needed to go back. I needed to submit myself. I needed to become younger. I needed to become less uh, molded in my thinking. I needed to start over with the excitement and the wonderment of a child. I needed to understand what it meant to budget and manage my credit. And I needed to understand how the choices that I made were going to impact the future that I saw for myself. The Bible even says to become as a child and learn as a child. And, and there are instances where people who are new to the game, because they are true to the game, that they can master the game. Those who've been doing it forever, it's like, well, I'm an adult in this. You know, it could be in your business, your career, your money, or whatever it is, but you're not acting like one because you're messing up. So guess what? Knowledge is not power until it is put into action. And I want to see you take action. Why? Because it's your season. Don't look for the harvest. The harvest is here and the time is now. And if you do this thing right, it is your season to win.